Hello and welcome to The Download. I'm your host, Dave Richardson, and I'm joined again on Tuesday by Stu Kedwell, the co-head of North American Equities at RBC Global Asset Management. Stu, welcome to the uh, to the broadcast today. Hi, Dave. Thanks for having me. And I guess the big news out this morning, and we've touched on this on, on some previous broadcasts, uh, Canadian banks are starting to announce their, uh, their, their results for this quarter. And the first one out of the gate here is uh, Bank of Nova Scotia. Anything interesting in the Bank of Nova Scotia results from your perspective, Stu? Uh, yeah, no, I think uh, I think there was lots interesting. Um, uh, you know, first and foremost, there had been a lot of concern around uh, the level of provisions for credit, and we've discussed this before. Um, and uh, you know, they were high, they were high, and they'll likely remain elevated for the remainder of the year. Uh, maybe a similar number in the third quarter, with a little bit of improvement in the fourth quarter. Um, you know, the things that were interesting was we got our first glimpse on how much uh, of different loans are on deferral uh, and around 20% of their mortgages are on deferral. But they also made the point that when those mortgages come off deferral, the average payment would be up around 60 bucks a month. Um, so seems somewhat manageable. Uh, you know, I thought, I thought from where the banks sit today and we've discussed how their share prices have been compressed, you know, capital was strong, uh, looks to remain strong uh, through the remainder of the year. Um, asset quality is not bad, and the liquidity of the bank is very strong. And, uh, you know, so I expect to see this as a theme through the other banks. I expect to see high provisions uh, prepared for, you know, kind of an uneven recovery, but not in a bad spot. And, and, and so, Stu, let me, let me, let me just touch on that uh, last point that you made around an uneven recovery. I think an element of the of the report today had uh, the the global earnings for Bank of Nova Scotia challenged, uh, but but if we look at uh, at an uneven recovery and the impact that you see in Canada or the message that that sends to investors about where they should be investing or how to invest in this new environment, what what do you take away from that? Well, it's a great point. We've already seen it to some degree. Like uneven, you know, in the last six weeks, some businesses have been quite depressed. If you have an online business, you've been booming. So, you know, there'll be parts of the economy that come online uh, or come back online rather at different times in the next uh, 12 to 18 months. And, um, you know, when we think about global investing, when we look at U.S. markets and other other areas, there's just so many more cylinders in that in those economies to uh, still benefit your portfolio, even during an uneven recovery. So, you know, in, uh, in the last six weeks, our portfolios have benefited from some U.S. exposure where we've had the likes of Microsoft and Google and Facebook. Uh, and there'll be other areas of the world that come on in different streams and the global portfolios will benefit as those economies recover versus, um, you know, in Canada, you know, we'll also maybe have a little bit of an uneven econ uh, recovery, uh, maybe Ontario first, some delays in the energy areas, we'll see. But um but Canada has a narrower focus because of our exposure to financial stocks and to uh, to energy stocks. Yeah, and, and and that 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 limitation of the Canadian market, particularly in an environment like this, where as you say, energy, uh, financial services, and Shopify, which is a whole other topic that we, we should get to one day in terms of the composition of the Canadian uh, composition of the Canadian equity market. Uh, that, that's that's going to be a challenge for investors if you if you're limited to Canada that you're limited in your exposure to the types of industries that are going to go through this uh, choppy recovery. Yeah, I think that's exactly right. Like many of you will have seen that that chart that we use that has the long-term earnings growth of the S&P 500, uh, you know, growing around, uh, you know, six and a half to 7% over a very long period of time. 
And you think about how that composition has changed in the S&P 500 over time. Uh, during certain periods, it's healthcare businesses that are driving the earnings. Other times, technology. Other times, financials. There's such a breadth of, uh, of companies in those big indices to drive that long-term compounding in your portfolio relative, unfortunately, to Canada, we're a little bit more limited to, uh, to what has to do the heavy lifting. Stu, that's, uh, that's a great tee up for the, uh, the bank earnings season and uh, some things that people can watch as the other banks release their earnings over the remainder of the week. And a good uh, tap on the shoulder to remind Canadians the importance of, although we love Canada and uh, we want to support uh, companies in, in, our, in, our own, in our own country, uh, that the limitations of Canada mean that for many Canadian investors, they've got to look elsewhere and that diversification is critically important. Stu, thank you very much for your time again today. Great. Thank you, Dave. And thanks to everyone who's listening.